Chapman University's The Panther. I'm Abby Little, and you're listening to The Panther Pod. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. From students struggling with mental illnesses to those who deal with the annual stresses and heightened mental fatigue from finals week, mental health is something that affects every student on campus in one way or another. For the month of May, Mental Health Awareness Month was first observed in 1949. Mental Health America, or MHA, led the cause of creating Mental Health Awareness Month, and each year they provide outreach activities and education around mental health topics. Since 2008, they've also chosen a yearly theme, with 2022's theme being Back to Basics. This year, MHS's goal is to provide foundational knowledge about mental health as well as information about what people can do if their mental health is a cause for concern. Mental health can come in all shapes and sizes. Some people might experience general anxiety when taking a test or being nervous throughout the week, whereas others might get a clinical diagnosis for a mental illness that they have. From the National Alliance on Mental Illness, here's a general list of warning signs and symptoms that are indicative of mental illness for both adults and teens. Symptoms can range from excessive worrying or fear, feeling extremely sad or low, extreme mood swings, which can mean uncontrollable highs or unexplained lows, strong feelings of irritability or anger, avoiding your friends or social events, having difficulty relating to others, a sporadic or different sleeping pattern or habits in general, like having low energy or being very tired, having changes in your eating habits, which can include a loss of appetite. Some more serious symptoms include the unexplainable inability to do simple basic tasks, where the idea of doing them seems insurmountable or impossible and overuse in substances, whether it be alcohol or drugs. Additionally, highly depressive thoughts or thoughts of suicide are also big indicators that you may want to look into mental health resources. While mental stresses can seem unavoidable or ever-present, there are some ways in which we can ease our minds and implement some mindful practices into our daily lives. Personally, something simple as talking it out helps me with stress tremendously. Sometimes the stresses in our lives can feel overwhelming, and by taking the time to talk about how you're feeling, whether that be out loud to yourself or to a trusted individual or friend, it can help you articulate what is making you feel this way. Often when I feel overwhelmed or very stressed, I'll take a moment for myself and out loud, describe all the things that are worrying me. I'm very much a person who needs structure and organization in my life. So if I have a list of tasks and assignments I need to get done, I will say and write them out, then look at my list and recognize which ones I need to prioritize. By taking this mental brain break, I've allowed myself time to breathe and relax while also figuring out what I can do with the time that I have. Depending on where your mental strains are coming from, unplugging from devices may be a helpful tool. Removing yourself from your phone or your electronics might be helpful to take a mental break and remove yourself from the screen. I know sometimes when I read the news and it just becomes a little bit overwhelming, I take it upon myself to put my phone down and breathe and try not to get myself so engrossed in what's happening online. Another very important tip is to take the time to sleep. Sometimes unnecessary stress can come from a lack of sleep. You might think that an all-nighter is going to help you study, but being well-rested is proven to be more beneficial in the long run when it comes to being alert and active. So making sure you have the appropriate time to sleep at night is a very important key to keeping your mental health in check. Another strategy I love when everything just feels very overwhelming is the 537 breathing tactic, which is breathing in for five seconds, holding it for three, and releasing for seven seconds. It's a great way to calm your mind and body when holding on to stress. This simple, gentle, and repetitive action helps send a message to your brain that everything is going to be okay, or maybe soon that it will be. It's a simple task with three steps that you can follow, and those three simple tasks will help you get into a more gentler mood. And lastly, another mindful practice that is very important to have is potentially taking the next step. 
I know I've been talking about general mental strains that may not be experienced by an individual for a long extended amount of time, but for individuals who may be feeling these symptoms or these depressive episodes for long periods of time, potentially unexplained, the first step is always to recognize these symptoms. And the second most important step is to take the action to do something about it. I know it can be a very scary feeling to feel like there's nothing you can do, that hopeless feeling, but there are plenty of resources out there, especially free resources that are available to you as an individual if you are searching for additional help. If you feel like you need to reach out to alternative sources to help calm your mental state, here are some various hotlines or text lines that are available to you for free. First, there's the crisis text line. Text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741. It's a 24-hour text line and someone will be responsive to you almost immediately and you can just text how you're feeling. It doesn't matter the size of the issue. Feel free to text this line at any time and someone will be on the other end to help you figure it out. Specifically for college students, there is a National Grad Crisis Line, which is available for graduate students. If you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed as a graduate student, there is a number available for you to call where you can talk through what's going on and receive the extra care and advice you might need. Their number is 877-472-3457. One hotline number that I think is crucially important and I honestly believe everyone should have in their phone despite what they may believe about their current mental state is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Their number can be found at 800-273-8255. As a university, Chapman offers some of its own psychological services free to its students. The Student Psychological Counseling Services, or SPCS, offers individual counseling, couple and family counseling, groups and workshops, and psychiatric services. If you want to learn more about the services they provide, consider dropping into their virtual drop-in hours every day from 2 to 3 p.m., with the exception of Tuesdays, which is from 10 to 11 a.m. Every student who wishes to join the virtual drop-in hours will have to provide their name, their physical address, and their Chapman ID to qualify for these services. But regardless, if you are a Chapman student, these services are free and available for you at any time. More information regarding continual counseling sessions can be found on the SPCS page on Chapman's website on how to schedule your first appointment. If you need additional care and are no longer in the general operating hours of the day, they do have an after-hour service and an emergency hotline. The after-hours line is 714-997- 6778, as well as the campus safety line, which is 714-997-6763. It's always great to have a local number saved on your phone in addition to just potentially calling 911 if that ever does happen to you. So I highly recommend saving at least the campus safety number onto your phone, regardless of your mental health status, because campus safety can help with a lot of different issues, not just mental health issues as well. And when it comes to therapy, I want to be an advocate for therapy and counseling. Receiving therapy should not be something to be ashamed of. If you're considering dropping in or making an appointment at Chapman Services or just looking into the resources for your mental health in general, please know that you should never feel embarrassed about making sure you are healthy. Acknowledging you might need help is always the first step and keeping your mental health in check with medical professionals should be no different from going to a doctor about your physical health. All aspects of your health are equally as important and no one should make you 
feel like your mental health is anything less than that. With finals week rapidly approaching, I urge those listening to please be mindful of your mental health in these upcoming weeks. I often see people prioritizing studying by staying up late hours, not allowing yourself the study breaks you definitely deserve, to even skipping essential meals and tasks that are so essential to your health and your well-being. If you're able to plan ahead, I urge you to do so, and if you are in need of some encouragement or to talk out how you're feeling, please feel free to call, text, or visit any of the resources previously mentioned. They are there to help you and will help you figure out whatever you're going through at that time. Make sure to get proper sleep, eat breakfast, and hearty meals in general, as well as take the proper breaks that you need so you're not draining your energy over the day. I hope that this information was in some way helpful or informative. Whether you are well aware of the types of symptoms mental illnesses can cause or the free resources that are available to you in general and at Chapman University, I hope that something I said in this episode was useful or at least a reminder that being aware and mindful of your mental health is important and deserving of your time. And with that, I'm Abby Little, and this has been The Panther Pod. Thank you.